0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The Sense
1: Maker. Hello, I'm Claudia, and this is The Sense Maker from Tortoise. One story every day to make sense of the world. Today... The latest controversy surrounding the Men's Football World Cup, which starts later this month in Qatar. Uh,
0: One one of the things I would say to the football fans is, you know, um, please do be respectful of uh, the host nation. They will try, they are trying to ensure that people can be themselves and enjoy the football. Uh, And I think with a little bit of uh, flex and compromise at both ends, it can be a safe, secure and exciting World Cup.
1: That was James Cleverly, the Foreign Secretary, speaking to Sky News about the safety of LGBTQ football fans at the upcoming World Cup in Qatar. The comments prompted outrage from some human rights campaigners. Labour's Shadow Culture Secretary called them shockingly tone-deaf, and it didn't take long for his comments to be walked back by the government. Here's Conservative Party Chairman Nadeem Zahawi speaking to Sky News just the following day.
0: Was the Foreign Secretary telling people to dial down the gay if they want to go to the World Cup? No, he wasn't. Absolutely not. So so what he was saying is the policies of the government of Qatar are not our policies, uh nor would we condone them. And in fact we use our relationship uh to make sure that every opportunity we get to um share our values, to share how we behave in this country with countries like Qatar and others. Um but they they, they have their own um Culture and ways and, and have come to um, where they are at from a, from a different journey.
1: So with days to go before the tournament kicks off and a million football fans are due to descend on the country, what's going on The winner to organize the 2022 FIFA World Cup is Qatar. <laughs> The decision to award the 2022 Men's World Cup to Qatar has been criticised by human rights campaigners since it was announced in 2010. Same-sex relationships are illegal in Qatar and can lead to a death sentence, although there's limited evidence about the current extent of discrimination against LGBTQ people, partly because so few people are open about their sexuality. Nasser Mohammed is a doctor based in the US who describes himself as the first publicly out-Qatari. Here he is speaking to NPR.
0: The PR that's projecting from Qatar about Qatar is so inaccurate. It's just not where I grew up.
1: According to a recent report by Human Rights Watch, security forces have randomly arrested and abused LGBTQ Qataris as recently as September this year the Qatari government, denies these claims. And although the man in charge of the Qatar World Cup, Nasser Al-Qatar, has tried to reassure gay football fans. Everybody is welcome here and everybody will feel safe
0: when they come to Qatar.
1: Qatar's ambassador to the UK, Fahad bin Mohammed al atiya was more cautious and warned against public displays of affection.
0: But um, there are certain interpretations of what would be a public uh, a f- a display of affection In a particular country that might be different uh, in another. So I think one has to just be mindful of the norms and cultures of Qatari society in that respect. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side?
1: With days to go until the World Cup begins, scrutiny of the Qatari regime is ramping up rather than fading. And it's not just LGBTQ rights gaining attention. The Australian football team has released a video expressing solidarity with women, poorly treated migrant workers and LGBTQ people.
0: These migrant workers who have suffered are not just numbers. Like the migrants that have shaped our country and our football, They possess the same courage and determination to build a better life. As players, we fully support the rights of the LGBTI plus people. But in Qatar, people are not free to love the person that they choose.
1: Eight teams will ignore FIFA's rules and wear rainbow armbands while several local authorities in France won't show the Games in protest. It's not the type of attention the Qatari government would like. Last month, the Sheikh called the criticism of its human rights record an unprecedented campaign and accused critics of slander and double standards. As sports writer Paul Hayward said in Tortoise's weekly football newsletter... It's a revealing statement. When FIFA awarded Qatar the World Cup, the governing body knew about the human rights concerns. And the UK has recently bolstered its trading relationship with Qatar, signing two new deals. So in a way, James Cleverley's ill-judged remarks were revealing too. They brought into the open the attitude the British government has towards Qatar and other strategically important countries that don't necessarily share Britain's commitment to human rights or free speech, that it will flex and compromise to make that relationship work. With something as public as the World Cup, that becomes much harder to hide. Thank you for listening to The Sensemaker from Tortoise. This episode was written by me, Claudia Williams, and mixed by Sean Collins. Whilst you're here, I'd like to tell you about Pig Iron. In the latest series from Tortoise, journalist Basha Cummings investigates the life and death of a young war reporter called Christopher Allen. Episode three is available now. Just follow Pig Iron wherever you listen to your podcasts to get previous episodes and new ones each week. the sense maker
0: imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time